My name is Alyssa Johnson, and I am in the Idaho Air National Guard, and the views expressed in this podcast or any derivative therefore, therefrom are those of myself and do not reflect the official policy or position of the Department of Defense, the Idaho Air National Guard, U.S. Air Force, or the U.S. government. And my name is Mary Duncombe, and I am a student here. We are students at the College of Idaho, and we are both non-traditional students. And so we created, we wanted to be able to create a podcast to discuss some of the creative challenges that we have faced during our time here at the College of Idaho and secondary education in general. And first off, I would like to go through why I went back to school. A lot of people ask me that. It's amazing how many people do. Um, But basically, I was stuck in my career. It was going absolutely nowhere. I could not move up, and I got pretty tired of it. So the only way I knew to advance was to go back to college, and that's what I did. I wanted my degree. For myself, I ended up joining the military because I wanted to be able to have that little bit of help going to school, especially with the GI Bill. And I actually ended up learning with the military that they call it the five paths of greatness, especially in the Air Force, where in the Air Force, you have the active duty component, the Air National Guard, Air Force Reservists, the civilian service, and auxiliary. And so I'm a member of the National Guard, and I'm stationed here in the state of Idaho. And some of the different benefits of becoming an airman, though, can include education, vacation and travel, retirement, food and housing and insurance, and Many people might need a focus. Some people might not even have the clothes on their back, but the military, I've noticed, has been able to help and give that drive. So for myself, I've been able to go on uh, three temporary deployments. So I've been able to travel to Michigan, Maine, Scotland, Germany, and Canada so far in my time being enlisted. And I have these huge support structures of my supervisors who encourage me being able to go to school and being able to better my civilian life. And maybe even later on, get the opportunity to become a commissioned officer, which is something that a lot of them have been wondering about is if it's something that I'd be interested in. Because right now I am enlisted, which means that I do not do not have a degree But to be able to become an officer, you have to have a degree. And so being able to go back to school, get that degree can help benefit me later, future down in my military career, too, if that's something I wanted to do long term. Now, what we thought we'd do is because we are advocating to go back to college, we are advocating for the non-traditional students, is we are both non-traditional. I'm an older student going back, and what we would like to do is let you know the things that we wish we would have known things these are things we encountered and not to draw you away from it but to encourage you that yes these may happen with to you don't be discouraged you can overcome these um and so just some various things that I'd encountered. Now, you're going to get different reactions from students. Uh, Be aware that a lot of students will not know how to communicate with you if you are an older student. They'll be unsure how to talk to you. Um, And just know ahead of time that this is going to happen or may happen. Um, Also, know that it is also something you could help with. And you should completely uh, help with that, you know, talk to them. And um, I strongly suggest that you do. 
I've been able to reach out to a lot of students that have become my friends and have helped me throughout my uh, college time here. And another area that I really haven't had problems with, just uh, um, there's some staff that, you know, it can be a little awkward. They also don't know how to, it can be awkward in trying to teach somebody that is just as older, older than they are. So that just can be a little bit awkward at first for them. But reach out to them. They can be really great. Um, the professors at the College of Idaho, I've been able to go talk to them because this is a private college. It's a smaller college. I can go talk to them with what help I need. And they have been incredible uh, to talk to and help me out. They don't do my work for me. I have to do it. Um, but they will walk me through and how to do that. So they have been incredible. And that's actually where I agree with you too on the military side because of my drill weekends, there's some days or even other obligations I have to do on the military side. I am really thankful that, you know, we both communicate with our instructors. We communicate with our professors Mm -hmm. and I let them know, hey, this is happening. What can I do to be able to either learn the course topics that are going to be discussed that day, or how can I be able to stay on top of the assignments? Not having the professors do it for me, like you say, Mm -hmm. but being able to keep pushing forward and stay with the class despite our outside challenges. And they really appreciate that you do that because that lets them in the know also. And also as an older uh, person, uh, you may have different health problems that other students may not. Um, Say my professors don't usually hear that you're going to be gone from class because of grandparents' day or that you're having a lot of trouble because of your arthritis. They are... Uh, So there's these special problems that uh, they appreciate knowing and that they have been great with readjusting. Um, And but I was actually the most surprised at the possible uh, the reactions of possible employers um, versus traditional and non-traditional, especially uh, places where I have applied for internship. Uh, they can be range from, I've had them actually see me and walk past me laughing um, to thank you for coming in. Um, so that one did surprise me, but don't be discouraged on that because you keep going. Uh, and um, I did find some and they were much more appreciative of my experience. So don't be, don't be too hard on it yourself there when that happens. Uh, And just know also that when you go back to school, it is a lot different. It's not like, oh, you're riding a bike, you're, you know, you went to high school and you just go back, it'll be easy. No, times have changed. And so you're walking, I at least walked into a world that I didn't understand, I had to get to know. So I had a tough time coping at first. But now I'm really glad that I stuck it out and I'm glad I used, um, went to professors and other students that have helped me out uh, through this whole time. And that's, those are some things that I am just very glad that I did stick out and, you know, work with others. Um, It can be discouraging at times, it can, but don't let that stop you.
that support structure is really integral, especially in any part of their life. And I feel like college especially is that because you have those challenges of, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe some days in class are a little bit harder than others, or maybe there's days where you're just beating yourself up because you're not doing as well in a course that you wanted to. So being able to have that support structure between professors, but also just other students and family, I think is super important. Yes, that is extremely important. And then uh, colleges also have, if you need, a counseling service that I actually went to when uh, times were extremely tough for me. And they've helped me out. So uh, look at your resources. Don't look them as uh, problems or someone you're trying to avoid. They are resources, and they want to be resources. They want to help you. And so that's where. On the military side, some things that I wish I knew a lot about was the state tuition assistance. And so this is something specific towards being in the National Guard, and it might not be available in every state. I don't know how any of the other states might handle this, but most people know about the GI Bill and how it's used to be able to pay so you can go back to school as a military member. But with the state tuition assistance, you can also apply for it. And if you're able to get good grades, then they'll also help pay for a little bit of your college too. So it's that little bit of extra cushion to ensure that you stay out of debt and then you're able to keep progressing your career forward. Kind of similar with Mary, I've had different reactions by student and faculty members. A lot of people find it really interesting what I tell them what to do, what I do. So I am an aircraft armament systems technician and... A way of saying what my job is, is that I'm an aircraft mechanic, but I also deal with the weapon systems on my aircraft and I am in charge of loading munitions on it. And so a lot of people have thought this was really interesting and wanted to know more about it, but I've also had students and faculty let me know that they have a strong dislike for the military and what I am doing is wrong. So that would be my heads up to service members is that There's going to be people who aren't happy about what you're doing, but we already know this in a sense that so many people keep bouncing back and forth and thinking, well, you know, what you're doing might not be right. But at the end of the day for us, it's still a job. And as if you're proud with the product that you're putting out, we just got to keep pushing forward. But another issue that I have found with the school, with schooling has actually been going back to school with the military. And so job training. So when I am preparing right now to become a non-commissioned officer and NCO, and in order to do that, I needed to complete courses and classes in the Airman Leadership School, which was with the Air University. And while I was doing this, I was in actual classes here with the College of Idaho. So I had to try to manage my time to be able to produce high quality products on both my civilian schooling and my military schooling. The final biggest issue that I've had has been the drill weekend changes. So when I enlisted, and it feels so weird to say this because I've been in for four and a half years, but back in my day when I enlisted, (laughs) it was, I was told that it would be one weekend a month and then two weeks a year. That would be your commitment. But it's slowly evolved over time to three-day drill weekends a few times a year. And so that's where I've had a lot of conflicts with professors and work of, okay, hey, I'm not going to be here Friday. I have my military obligations. And most of them work with me. 
Now we are getting ready to progress to four-day drill wow. weekends. Wow. I wouldn't know how to handle both. <laughs> it's a little it's a little intimidating right now. And so right now, best thing about being here at a small college is I know all my professors and I can talk to them and say, hey, this is what's happening. Like I'm gonna be missing either Thursday or Friday of class. What do you need from me to be able to get this done ahead of time? And so they work with it. But I will admit, there's Mondays you go back to class dead exhausted because then you've been working the entire weekend and you have to jump straight back into classes. And when do you do homework? I don't know when you do homework. (laughs) (laughs) Good question. It's, and it's just that balance because it'll be, it'll be drill all day. And then I drive home, make dinner and try to get as much homework as I can. But that's where being able to plan what you do. And I actually, one of the best tricks that I ended up learning was from a guest speaker who came a couple years ago to talk about um, the Bethsaida excavation that was being worked on. And so it was one of the people from that. And he was even telling me, he's like, just make a list of everything that you have that you need to do and put the stuff that's at the highest priority at the top. And then mm-hmm. just slowly check stuff off. And I have a bad habit of feeling like I did nothing during the day, but you can even see I'm showing Mary, I have a little sticket note that I keep on my laptop now of a list of things that I need to complete and things that I have completed for the day. So that way I can see these things are my radar of what I need to have done. And this is what I've been able to complete to at least tell myself it's like you are making progress and you are pushing forward in your education. I am very glad you brought that up, Alyssa, because that was a very good point that I wanted to bring up. When you're going back to school, whether you're military, you're older, or any other reason, one of the big, big things that I found really tripped me up, and so I kind of had to learn this pretty hard, is set your times. You have to be set. If you've got school from this time to this time, that's that time. You cannot uh, change that. Uh, My husband and I are raising four grandkids, and So I have set that in the evenings past 630, there is no homework. There is, I don't care if I have a final the next day, that is set. And if I have class from this time to this time, I have to set that. Um, If I have, I have two part-time jobs, I have to set from this time to this time. You know, there's always, there's an emergency with the kids that come up, but otherwise, I do not deviate from that. And I have had grades that dropped because they said, no, we need you to uh, come in and do this certain thing for this class or something. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't do it because you have to stick to that. Once you deviate from that set plan, that is where everything just kind of goes downhill and you lose where you're at. And it throws everything in a wrench in everything. So I'm glad you brought that up, Alyssa, because that brought up a very good point. And I live by that. I will tell um, students that I am working on projects. I cannot work in the evening. I just can't do it. So, but that is probably the best asset uh, besides uh, professors and other students that I have used and has worked extremely well for me. Now, I also, I have a family too, and I am a first-generation student, and I was uh, surprised one day, I was telling Alyssa this, that uh, my youngest daughter come up to me, a little 
uh, concerned and she goes, mom, I need to know. I need to know. I need to know the truth. Is it worth it? I go, what are you talking about? And she says, mom, you don't understand. I'm trying to make a decision. I'm working uh, full time as a medical assistant. I want to go back to school to get my bachelor's and I want to go on and be a PA, but I need to know, and I need the truth from you, mom, is it worth it? And I was pretty surprised at how sincere she really put a lot of thought into this. But so if you are going back, definitely put a lot of thought into it. Uh, I would suggest you not just jump into it, um, but definitely. And I also, I mean, going back, I mean, I have a lot more career options. Oh, the networking at the College of Networking is insane. Yes. Um, I was telling Alyssa, I uh, had one of my part-time jobs. It was, they saw that I go to the College of Idaho. They pulled it right then. They called me a couple hours later. Um, so the networking alone is just crazy. And I'm going to tell you, uh, I'm very, very surprised at the biggest change, the biggest uh, affirmation that has come is that uh, my family, um, my, I have had my youngest daughter, she is going back to school. She's getting her bachelor's uh, in May, and then she's going on to PA school. My middle son, he has, he's married, quit his job. He's got a seven-year-old son. He's getting his associates in May. Uh, and I have grandkids that are not just, hey, what job am I getting after school? Now they're talking, what school am I going to after school? And I never heard that before I went to college. So this is this is a benefit I never thought would come of this. I was just trying to enhance my career. And this is just amazing, um, which we have both had, I mean, some amazing opportunities well like even with that story too so my dad he's been in the army for 30 years now wow and i started at the college of idaho and unfortunately i started around the time when covid pandemic was in full swing mm -hmm. and so my first year of classes was all online but i was home when my dad saw me doing a lot of my coursework and my schoolwork and he started then thinking, well, it's like, well, what if I might be able to do this too? And so right now he's working on his bachelor's with Grand Canyon University. And he would be Amazing. the first person, I think, on his side of the family to graduate with a degree in 70 years. That's amazing. Like it's massive. And just being able to have that drive. So that's where I think those connections and that, yes. you know, being able to have your family nearby helps. And like for myself, building those networks and connections. Mm -hmm. The College of Idaho is where I've met some lifelong friends. I've even met my boyfriend uh -huh. and those professional networks. My internship that I just completed this year, one of the higher ups of this college was a C of I alum. And now even the vice president for the college, I think, or for the company I just read is a C of I alum. Nice. So 
being able to have those connections and say, I'm a yote and being able to say it proudly. Mm -hmm. I've also been able to find, because of college, new passions and drives. So I originally came to the college saying that I was just going to be an environmental or a wildland, like fire investigator and Mm -hmm. be a firefighter. And I'm just going to get a degree in environmental studies because that's kind of what's expected. And I'll just go on from there. And because of an opportunity, I got to have aboard the Jody's resolution and being able to make contacts with those people. I am now looking towards grad school, which is something I never thought I would be able to do. It's like, no, I'm just going to get a bachelor's, but I'm sitting here now like, well, maybe I want a master's. Maybe I want to keep pursuing and, you know, being able to check out these things. So I think those are really heavy things of why I say Uh it's a good reason to go to college. And when do you graduate, Alyssa? I am, will be graduating in May of 2024 with a double major in environmental studies and history. Amazing. And I will be graduating in a few days, December 2023. I will have my bachelor's in accounting and specialization in finance with a minor in communications. And I will be graduating at 56 years old and my getting back to my daughter's question yeah it's, it's worth, worth it, it. 